Vistage, tough times don't last. Hey everyone, welcome to the Thunderstock Show, a collection of valuable brainstorms to enhance your life, liberty, and pursuit of property. As always, if you find the show helpful, my one ask is to share the show with someone who also might find it helpful. Without further ado, here's the show. So Vistage Worldwide is a peer networking group or mastermind business that connects geographically close business people together for accountability, community, and troubleshooting. I'm in the Trusted Advisors Group. The area is Brandywine Valley, which is the main line of Pennsylvania. It's outside of Philadelphia, near northern Delaware. Think the suburbs of Philadelphia. I got into this group after talking with Several uh, local fractional executives that have benefited from Vistage, a guy's my age, around 33, been in Vistage since he was, I don't know, 21, and had nothing but good things to say. I know other people that have been in it, so I was reached out to by someone on LinkedIn, uh, now a friend of mine, Michael Nolan, and our first call together mentioned Vistage, and uh, within maybe a couple weeks, I was uh, joining that group. So probably joined Vistage September of 23. It's been my third mastermind since I started Thunderstock Marketing. Um, and I have I can't say enough good things about it. I'm the youngest member of my group, and I'm the only marketing professional and absolutely the only fractional CMO. December 14th of 2023 was my first ever experience in what they call the hot seat. This means... I created a presentation to outline my biggest business challenge in hopes the group could provide me feedback and suggestions to improve. I thought the results were shocking. Maybe you will too. The presentation was an outline of my personal background, how I got to starting Thunderstock Marketing, the overview of my business, past and current growth challenges, my plan for the future, and challenges. The challenge for me was pretty straightforward. How do I make a better business plan for next year? The, what was complicated was because, although this time last year, I thought my business plan was tight, life taught me otherwise. For context, I went over my personal struggles with losing my godmother, my closest aunt, also my grandmother, my closest grandparent, and my mother within 90 days of last year. Quarter four. Couple that with being the father of a newborn baby, my first child. I tore my ACL and couldn't walk, so I was crawling around, hopping, didn't have crutches, just moving altogether like I've never been able to move before. And oh yeah, I exited my very stable private equity career to start a brand new fractional CMO venture. I'd say I got off on a rocky start. But the feedback taught me something. That life will beat you up, and beating yourself up does nothing positive on top of what, what life will do for you. We suffer more often in our imagination than in reality, and there is so much to be thankful for and proud of. While the positive feedback quite honestly got me to tears, it really had me thinking. And this podcast serves as a reflection of that. Best case scenario, only for planning. In other words, just because you've been burned in the past or you've had some experiences that were less than desirable does not mean that it will happen again. It can't always rain. What I think I should do in reflection from this presentation is always plan for the ideal outcome 
but be prepared for tough times. Focusing on what you want is more likely to get you what you want. Focusing on what I felt was painful really just kept me in a painful state of mind. If you want to call it law of attraction, that's fine. Power of intention, whatever you want to call it. But where your attention goes, your energy flows. And I'd say for the better part of 90 days, the first quarter of this year, 23, I was pretty grief-stricken and pretty uh, woe-is-me and sorrowful. And my business reflected it. I only did $600 in sales between January and February. So that was uh, a kick in the kick in the balls. That was painful. But upon reflection, what activities were I doing to grow my business? Well, the activities where I was wallowing in self-pity, reading grief books, talking with counselors and friends. And overall, I did do some business, but I spent more time sleeping and just doing the self-care routine than actually working. Turns out, what did help with my grief is when I started aggressively growing my business and you guessed it, serving clients. The key takeaway from my my Vulnerable Vistage presentation were as follows. I'm doing way better than I give myself credit for. And if you're listening, you probably are too. It's really easy to default to think of negative thinking and critical thinking of yourself But when you have unbiased, not strangers, but people who haven't known you for that long and they're just hearing all this for the first time, they have a much different perception than the one that you've been stewing on. So if you're listening, you're probably giving yourself a whole lot of flack for something and an unbiased observer from the outside, just imagine it's me, probably thinks you're doing a lot better than you think you are. The next thing I th- I realized after reflecting is there are plenty of people who care and want to help you through tough times. The biggest challenge often for me is asking for help. And once you ask for help, people feel really good helping. Law of reciprocity. It feels emotionally really good to give. And I found that with my own business. When I started serving clients as opposed to quote-unquote self-care and just focusing on myself and my own problems and helping other people solve their problems, I got a sense of pride and accomplishment and a sense of connection that you don't get while in grief. You may not expect it, but often feedback from others is what's necessary. No one can read the label from inside the bottle. No one is on an island. The Sigma male concept going around the internet, mostly just myth. Not backed by science. Another lesson I learned was if I can still manage to grow a profitable business from nothing, overcoming the toughest life events I've had to experience to date, I'm sure you listening can also do things that you wouldn't think at the time are possible. In other words, yeah, it might be painful and suck while you're in it, but I wish I would have documented a lot more of my pain and suffering then as a reminder now that my life's much better. And I'm really surprised at the end of the year, from the start to the end, I 20x what I was making, 30x month to month. But if you look at quarter, if you look at quarter one to quarter four of this year, 20x it. 
which is great. And that doesn't just happen by accident. It happens by, you know, you can't be upset with the outcome if you didn't put in the input. In other words, don't be upset if you don't get a result if you didn't do the things that it takes to get the result. Another lesson I learned is other people have gone through worse and still done way better. And that really just adds to your story, makes it for a more interesting story. As far as tactical business and what I'm hoping is worth sharing to you guys in terms of in terms of business or personal growth or whatever it is you're looking for, is focusing on a few high-impact initiatives, a few key performance indicators, and in my case, a, a handful, no more than five clients to serve, has, has served others growing their businesses and my own as well, more than changing focus for the sake of diversity or from trying to do a whole bunch of things, right? So in the beginning of the year, if you didn't know, I had my real estate license. I wanted to do commercial real estate. I, I was talking to investors. I wanted to start another private equity firm, start a fund, start buying and turning around businesses, and also be a fractional CMO. And at one point, I wanted to get back into, into the cage and do fights. And really now, all I want to do is be a fractional CMO. And what, it was more saying no to things that weren't serving my main goal and only saying yes to things that would potentially serve my main goal that I experienced growth and honestly, mental health <laughs> improved tremendously. There was a lot less friction internally, a lot less stress and distress that was self-imposed by my um, almost indecision or or overwhelm with options. So reduce your options and you'll increase your uh, ability. It's better to be a disciple of one, not a master of none. The final, final lesson, keeping it short and sweet today, is tough times don't last, but tough people do. While I do pride myself on being physically and mentally tough, I think being a caring and dedicated family member, friend, and fractional CMO is a more effective identity trait than just being tough. So with that, I hope you guys get something out of my Vistage presentation reflection. And if you did, hit that share button, send this episode to a friend. Thanks so much. Ross Stockdale, owner of Thunderstock Marketing, out.